what's up everybody this is your boy jimmy and we are back this week with hallway conversations with the masses thank you guys for tuning in again this show is for you guys i do this strictly for the fans been a while but like i said we're gonna get into a few things this week for those of you that are looking to have your businesses or talents highlighted Again, shoot me an email at hallway conversation. I mean, at halljimmy, I'm sorry, dot com. Or you can also email me. Uh, no, you can also Facebook message me at Jimmy Wayne Hall the second on Facebook. It's the one with the Hawks uh, in their uniforms. I will try to answer it best I can. Uh, this week, not going to highlight anybody, but again, uh, we're going to be back at it next week to re-highlighting people so this week we're going to get into a few things uh first thing we're going to talk about uh, is the nf we're going to actually go into the nfc south preview um we're also going to talk about the wwe a little bit for our SummerSlam that's coming up uh we're going to also get into should the nfl use a bubble model for their return uh like the other leagues have been doing we're also going to talk about uh, the NFC and AFC outlook, who do I believe has the advantage right now in making the playoffs. We're going to also talk about the NBA playoffs. Uh, right now, a lot of surprises have happened in the first couple of games, but we're gonna. I'm still going to you know, let you know who I believe after the first few games has the best advantage. So let's get right into it. Uh, starting off with the NFC South preview, of course, uh, everybody has been clamoring about Tom Brady joining the NFC South by going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He also brought along with him running mate from New England, Rob Gronkowski, who has been out of football for a while, but uh, arguably one of the best tight ends in the league. So can Tampa actually be the team to dethrone New Orleans? I don't believe so. And here's why. Uh, while a lot of people would try to say Tom Brady has been a winner everywhere he goes. Him without Bill Belichick is kind of like Jordan without Pippen. Um, I know that's a bad analogy to use, but if you really think about it, Tom Brady's whole entire career has been hinged on having the coach, the main guy, to help get him those six rings. So, while I don't want to knock Bruce Arians and say Bruce Arians is a bad coach because he is not a bad coach by any means, he is no Bill Belichick. So for those that have been trying to hop on that Tampa Bay Buccaneers train, park the brakes a little bit because – pump the brakes a little bit because, again, I do not believe that they are going to have enough of an advantage to actually try to dethrone them. Uh, next team, of course, is the Carolina Panthers. Carolina will be Carolina. Um new offense, new coach. So it's going to take them a while to get acclimated to what they need to do. Does that mean that they can't be successful in year one? Absolutely not. They can be successful. I just don't believe that they're going to have enough to actually try to make the playoffs. Best outlook for them is at least 5-11 and 11 or 6-10. and 10. Try to actually try to even be competitive within the division. Um, again, while a lot of people say I'm biased, I believe the Falcons have the best chance at actually to actually dethroning New Orleans and here is why Atlanta beat New Orleans for one of the games that they played last year they were one of the only teams in the NFC South to beat them well they were the only team in the NFC South to beat them 
Carolina lost both, and so did uh, Carolina lost both, and so did Tampa Bay. So uh, if if Tampa can't beat New Orleans this year, which again, going up against New England, uh, well, going up against Tom Brady, I believe Drew Brees has the better advantage because he has a better offense to work with. Um, I just don't think that you know, outside of Atlanta, who has been able to hang with New Orleans years in and years past, that you're going to see another team be able to compete for the title in the NFC South. Now, the one thing Atlanta has to do in order to actually make that next step, they have to start out of the gates fast. And what I mean by that, they cannot start in season one and six. They can't start two and five. They have to come out of the gates and be by the bye week at least uh, I believe we play up until week 10. They at least need to be, they at least need to have six or seven wins by that time frame. Uh, if not, I don't believe Dan Quinn is going to survive in Atlanta. He's going to probably be on the chopping block. But again, uh, Atlanta is the only team, I believe, in the NFC South that actually can cha- challenge New Orleans because our games always go into that realm of being shootout-based uh, like I said, Tampa and Carolina have not been much competition for New Orleans lately, even with the addition of Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski and LaShawn McCoy. I just don't see that team being able to actually make that next jump. So moving on, should, to the, should the NFL use a bubble-type model uh, for their return? Uh, there has been rumors that they have been looking at doing a – bubble type model for the playoffs but as far as the regular season they are allowing teams to use their own home stadiums which i am a fan of and here's why if you actually look at the nfc well look at uh how these games have went far as for the nba as well as the mls as well as hockey as well as you know the wnba home court advantage or home field advantage means everything um None of those teams have that right now, though. So for the NFL to allow these teams to play at home, regardless if it's in front of fans or not, it's going to be everything because you're familiar with your home and you're going to want to protect your home. What we're probably going to see a lot of this season, which teams actually thrive off of home field advantage and which ones thrive off of having fans in the stands. Because, again, you have to remember, a lot of these stadiums get very noisy. For a team like Seattle who uses the fans to actually help create that 12th man experience and create false starts, you're not going to see that. Now, the NFL has stated that they may allow uh, teams to use fake crowd noise. Ironically, Atlanta was actually charged a draft pick for that, but now it's going to be allowed this season because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So since Atlanta did it first, well and best maybe we'll actually see how that looks in a real-time scenario have to laugh at a little bit because again Atlanta was actually looked at and they said up Atlanta used fake crowd noise so uh, we're going to see how that plays in to a lot of things coming in this season but I do believe the NFL uh, if they do use a bubble type model you won't see it until the playoffs it's not going to happen before then because again they're trying to give some of these teams a little bit of advantage when it comes to trying to make the playoffs this season. So what does that mean for the NFC and AFC outlook? Well, if you look at the NFC and AFC, 
uh, each division. Um, some of the teams got better. Some of them got worse. Some of them stayed just the same. So if you really had to put your money on which teams would be uh, the best going into next season, it really just depends on which teams can come out the gate hot. And what I mean by this is, again, where there's no fans in the stands, you're going to see a lot of teams either struggle completely or you're going to see some teams that are actually going to thrive on being able to move the ball or hear a lot more better without the fans being in the stadium. So first we're going to talk about the AFC side. In the AFC North you have the Ravens, Bengals, Browns, and Pittsburgh. Out of those teams, if I had to put my money on any of them that could have an advantage at making the playoffs, it's the Ravens, Browns, and Steelers. And here's why. The Ravens, of course, won the division last year. Uh, They didn't get much worse. So Lamar Jackson is still going to be roughly a good quarterback. I do think a lot of teams are going to start to look at that read option a lot more and trying to slow it down. So you're going to see Lamar have to drop into more of a traditional quarterback role. Uh, The Cleveland Browns, of course, the Browns are always the Browns. But again, I do believe they have enough talent on that offensive side of the ball to actually try to get wins. The defense has always been okay, So I do believe that they can actually give either the Steelers or the Ravens a run for their money. Uh, The Steelers last year were a little bit worse than what they should have been. But of course, losing your signal caller and Ben Roethlisberger did hurt that scenario a little bit. So I do expect the Steelers to actually step up and compete a little bit better this season. Uh, In the AFC East, you have the Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, Patriots, and the Jets. So this division has been dominated by the Patriots for a long time. But this year, you're going to have a new division champion. And if I had to put my money on who that division champion is going to be, it's going to come between the Jets or the Bills. And if between the two, I believe the Bills will actually be able to do it. I do think that they're still going to be slightly good on offense and slightly good on defense. Um, the I'm not saying the Patriots can't make the playoffs, but they would have to make it in as a wild card this year because, again, um, Cam Newton's not the most accurate quarterback in the world. And, again, their running game hasn't always been that great in New England. So if you put it on the quarterback's shoulders, if you have to rely on Cam Newton, I just do not think he's going to be the guy to get you three to 400 passing yards or four or five touchdowns in a game, which is what New England was known for was their passing attack. Uh, AFC South, you have the Texans, Colts, Jaguars, and Tennessee Titans. Out of that division, um, each of those teams are equally competitive. However, I do believe the Texans, Colts, and Titans have the advantage there. Uh, the Colts finally got a new signal caller in the way of Phillip Rivers. Uh, the Tennessee Titans return Ryan Tannehill and NFL rushing king Derrick Henry. And then, of course, with the Texans, you have Deshaun Watson. The only thing with the Texans, they did lose uh, their number one receiver in Deshaun. I mean, I'm, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, he was traded to the Arizona Cardinals, so I believe that they are going to fall off a little bit in the passing attack but I still think they are a competitive team it really comes down to health because J.J. Watt of course has been injured a lot recently so if he can stay healthy that defense will actually be able to get them over the hump in a lot of those games Um, out of all those teams who do I think 
will actually make the playoffs first, though. So the AFC North, I see two teams making it, the Ravens and Steelers. The AFC East, I see one team making it, which will be the Buffalo Bills. And in the AFC South, I believe you're going to see three teams make it, which will be the Colts as the division winner, the Tennessee Titans, and the Texans. So moving on to the, oh, I almost forgot to cover the AFC West. <laughs> so AFC West, you uh, again, forgive me for forgetting this. So no, the third team will not come out of the AFC South. I just forgot about it. You're going to have two teams that'll make it from the AFC West. And I'm going to get into what I believe, who I believe that second team is going to be. Your heads are going to spin a little bit. So uh, the Texans, I believe, fall back a little bit. Uh, I believe the Colts and the Titans will still make those two playoff spots. Uh, out of the AFC West, you have the Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers. I believe those two teams will be the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. Yes, I said it. I believe Drew Locke will actually show up this year and be a much better quarterback. As cliche as that sounds, I do believe that the that the addition of Melvin Gordon and the tandem of him and Philip uh, Lindsay is actually going to be a lot harder to deal with than people give credit for. So moving on officially to the NFC side, you have in the NFC North the Bears, Lions, Packers, and Vikings. Um, Pack, well, the Packers have recently dominated this division, but I believe Aaron Rodgers, because there's trouble in paradise, you're going to see Aaron Rodgers take a step back in stats this year. I give the nod to the Minnesota Vikings to win this division as of right now. Um, the NFC East, or as we like to sometimes call it in the NFC South base, the NFC Least, you have the Cowboys, Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, and Washington team. Again, that's the name of the team, Washington team. <laughs> so, out of this division, I believe you're going to have a head-to-head -head battle between the Cowboys and Eagles. But I believe this year the Cowboys may actually take this division. Cowboy fans, yes, you heard me say right. You guys may actually make the playoffs for once. And NFC South, you have the Falcons, uh, Carolina Panthers, Saints, and Buccaneers. Again, out of this division, I believe the Saints may win the division, but you're going to have the Falcons right on their tails trying to knock them out of that top spot. But I do believe the Saints, because of a favorable season early on, will actually be able to take the division. And in the NFC West, you have the Cardinals, Chargers, San Francisco 49ers, and the Seahawks. In this division, I believe you will see the L.A. Rams probably make the playoffs again so it's going to be the la rams and the seattle seahawks um out of both sides who do i believe is going to make the super bowl i believe the falcons and the kansas city chiefs will be your super bowl matchup this year i don't know why but i just have a strange feeling that that's going to be what you're going to see in the nfl this year so moving on to my next preview my first segment with the wwe so this Sunday, we will see SummerSlam, and there are a couple of marquee matchups, one being for the WWE Championship, you have Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Uh, anybody that has followed either of these gentlemen, both have been journeymen um, 
for the WWE for a while, but I do believe Drew McIntyre has the advantage here. Uh, well, Drew McIntyre, uh, they kind of have tried to turn him into a good guy recently. I actually like Drew McIntyre. Um, like I said, very good wrestler. Uh, Randy Orton's going to give him a little bit of trouble, but again, I just think Drew McIntyre actually will have the better match and the better moves. Uh, that Claymore kick is definitely dangerous, so I believe he's going to actually be the gentleman to win this match. Uh, next is Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I believe in this match you'll see the Street Profits retain their titles. Normally with these tag team championships, you don't see them change hands too much. Uh, and these guys are actually a pretty good tag team duo. So the Street Profits should win that match there. And next you have Seth Rollins and Dominique Mysterio in a street fight. Dominique Mysterio being the son of Rey Mysterio, I believe he's going to get an upset in this match. I just think Seth may either underestimate him too much or because of the fact that it is a street fight, anything goes in these. So I do believe Dominique Mysterio is going to get a little bit of a assist from somewhere to win this match uh next one of course is apollo cruz versus mvp for the united states title i believe cruz will retain his title in this match uh mvp of course a little bit on the older side now but i just believe apollo cruz is going to be the more stronger physical and faster guy with his aerial attacks to win this match uh the next one is the clash of big men with braun Strowman versus bray wyatt uh, Bray Wyatt, of course, changing over to the Fiend moniker and Bray Wyatt, uh, well, and Braun Strowman being billed as the monster for this one. I can't really pick a definitive winner because I like both. But if I had to put my money on either of them, it's probably going to be the Fiend Bay Bray Wyatt. I just have a feeling that his mental game is going to actually play a very big factor into being able to beat Braun Strowman. Uh, finally. You have Asuka going up for both the Raw Women's Championship against uh, Sasha Banks, and you have her fighting Bayley for the SmackDown's Women's Championship. So out of these two, I believe Asuka will be able to beat Sasha Banks. However, she is not going to be able to do it against Bayley. I just believe Bayley is the more technical wrestler and actually will be able to use her defensive strategy against Asuka. Sasha Banks, on the other hand, She'll give a good fight, but I just believe Asuka will be able to retain or will be able to steal one of the belts from either of these ladies. And last but not least, they have Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville in a hair versus hair match. So the loser has to cut their hair. I believe Mandy Rose will defeat Sonya Deville in this match. Uh, Mandy Rose, if you guys haven't paid attention to those golden locks, I don't believe she's ready to let those go anytime soon. So that is my wwe summer sam preview again that will actually be up this sunday at seven o'clock so for those of you that are wwe fans check that out moving on to our next thing um the nba playoffs of course a lot of people have been paying attention to uh how the games have been shaping out of course a couple of teams are up to nothing toronto being one of those teams over brooklyn uh, the Lakers lost their first game last night against Portland. Uh, Damian Lillard, a ridiculous range with the balls he was shooting from almost near half court. Um, I just think that right now, because the NBA is in that bubble-type scenario, 
the playoffs are going to be a lot different. You don't have the fans there to actually help make a home court advantage for it. So I still stick by my initial picks. I still think the Lakers are going to be able to come out of the uh, West, and I still believe Toronto, as you see, is going to come out of the East. Uh, I just believe that those two teams are the more complete teams. I believe that the Lakers get it figured out. Uh, like I said, they're going to figure out who to put on Damian Lillard here soon, and they're going to challenge them to actually use C.J. McCollum to be the guy to beat them. So, uh, like I said, man, it's it's been an interesting playoffs already. Um, I I caught a little bit of – I caught some of the Lakers game last night. I normally don't watch it until the finals – but I have been keeping up with the scores, and like I said, some of the some of the point totals from the first couple of games were ridiculous. Luka Doncic, of course, setting a record for a playoff debut with 42 points, I believe, uh, for the Mavericks. Uh, I believe that game actually was kind of messed up, though. I believe that they would have won that game had Chris Stapps Porzingis not gotten actually kicked out, but that's the NBA for you. Um, like I said, I, I just think that what, what we're seeing with the NBA, L.A. Lakers, they aren't in trouble yet, so don't panic. Uh, for you Lakers fans out there, um, just had a rough first game. Uh, I do believe that they are still going to come out of the West, and I do believe that out of the East you are going to see the Toronto Raptors put, uh, put up a good fight to actually make it out of the East. So with that, everybody, that is the show for this week. I do thank everybody for tuning in. Again, for those of you that would like to have your business or your talents highlighted, it doesn't have to even, like, if, you, if you're going off to school or if you want me to shout you out, just shoot me a message on my email, halljimmy at hotmail.com. I'll try to get it incorporated into the show. Also, you can um, Facebook message me. Facebook Messenger me, uh, Jimmy Wayne Hall II. It's the one with the Hawks in their uniforms. But with that, we do thank you for tuning in this week. And ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed week. I didn't say it at the beginning of the show, but please, if you guys have been exposed to COVID-19 or if you know somebody that has it, uh, I've had several family members and friends that have tested for it and tested positive. So please take this virus seriously. Georgia is now being shown to be one of the top states in the spread of the virus as far as with the testing. So please mask up, wash those hands, and practice social distancing so we can all get back to some sense of normalcy here soon. But that's it this week. You guys have a blessed week, and we'll see you again next time.